next on the 5 o'clock report. Here comes Lee Zeld on the outside. Many Republican women were voting with us. I don't trust the politicians. I'm not going to let him get there. Get out and vote. This is a great step forward. You stole him from us. Now, let's go to the newsroom. And down the stretch they come. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. One more week to Election Day as candidates pull out all the stops and voters brace for the onslaught. New York and Pennsylvania, two of the biggest stages this time around. No less than three current and former U.S. presidents will descend on the Keystone State this weekend, trying to push their party's candidates over the finish line. Yesterday, it was Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin stumping for fellow Republican Lee Zeldin in New York. You know, you got Kathy Hochul kind of kind of bumping along the final term, and here comes Lee Zeldin on the outside. Hochul, meanwhile, out courting Big Apple votes in the Bronx this morning, including Republican votes. There's many Republican women are voting with us because they don't want someone who's going to take away the right to an abortion or that who thinks it's safe to have guns in their children's schools. Zeldin has multiple campaign appearances planned in the New York City area this evening. Not that all New York voters are impressed with either one of them. No, I don't wa- I waste my time. Though. I don't trust the politicians. They are the same because uh, nothing changed. Corruption. In Pennsylvania, Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz continuing to hammer away at Democrat John Fetterman as being too liberal. You know, it's great if you're going to be the AOC of the Senate, which is his goal, but I'm not going to let him get there. Fetterman will try to bring the heat this weekend with both President Biden and former President Barack Obama in PA to try to raise money and votes for him. Republicans will counter with former President Trump holding a rally for Dr. Oz on Saturday. Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick says the candidates would be wise to keep the economy at the top of their talking point. 56% of Republicans say their finances are worse since the 2020 election, compared to just 30% of Democrats. Much national polling seems to bode well for Republicans at the moment. Polls show Republican Brian Kemp leading the race for governor of Georgia. It's tighter, though, in a key U.S. Senate race there. Republican candidate Herschel Walker. It is up to us to get out and vote. Democrat candidate Raphael Warnock remains confident. The differences between me and my opponent are stark. I think character matters. Many Democrats have tried to make abortion rights their campaign centerpiece. Carol Tobias of the National Right to Life Committee. They seem to think that abortion is their silver bullet. Jenny Lawson with Planned Parenthood is banking on abortion rights being one of the top motivating factors for voters. T-minus seven until midterm election 2022. The release of former President Trump's tax returns to Congress put on hold by the U.S. Supreme Court today. Chief Justice John Roberts stopping the IRS from turning over years of Trump's financial records to a House committee investigating how the agency audits presidential tax returns. CBS legal analyst Lori Levinson. Now this may be just a temporary delay, but it's the temporary delay that Trump really wanted, one that takes him past the election. The House committee has until November 10th to respond. Federal Reserve policymakers kicking off a two-day meeting today that's widely expected to result in another interest rate hike. The central bank has been steadily raising rates to counter inflation. Analysts say with unemployment still at a 50-year low, the Fed's unlikely to change its stance until early next year at the earliest. Paul Pelosi speaking with investigators following his brutal attack in his Northern California home last week. The husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi recounting his version of events for investigators as he recovers in the hospital from multiple injuries. The Department of Justice announced that David DePape is being charged with attempted kidnapping and assault. Former federal prosecutor Joe Moreno, though, says there will be a mental exam to determine whether those charges can ultimately be pursued or... Or whether he's more fit to be in a mental institution rather than in prison. Much made after the Pelosi attack of anti-Pelosi rhetoric from Republicans possibly triggering it. 
Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton. The simplest way to stop crimes like this is to get tough on crime. It's not to try to stop campaigning in the middle of a campaign seven days before an election on legitimate issues of public concern. Elsewhere today. This is a great step forward. That's Dr. William Schaffner at Vanderbilt University reacting to Pfizer's announcement that it will seek FDA approval this year for a new RSV vaccine. A new vaccine is providing between 70 and 80 percent protection in the newborn babies against severe RSV illness. The drug company says it has enough promising data on its vaccine that it will end enrollment in its current study and submit it for approval. International inspectors on site in Ukraine invited there by Ukrainian leaders looking to debunk Russian accusations that radioactive dirty bombs were being prepared there. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says Ukraine requested the inspections. Russia has repeated unfounded accusations that Ukraine was preparing to use a radioactive dirty bomb on its own territory to make it look like Russia's doing. The U.S. and its allies have called those allegations false and accused Moscow of making the claims to further escalate hostilities. CBS's Cami McCormick. Back home now, large SUVs are popular, but one of their inherent risks are large blind spots for drivers, often with tragic consequences. Diane Foshi lost her four-year-old son to just such an accident. I was kind of like running around everywhere looking for him, and then... I looked under the car and he was there. Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal has proposed legislation to make safety features such as forward-facing cameras and collision avoidance sensors standard. Safety should not be a premium feature. It should be standard just like airbags, seat belts. And Mrs. Foshi says such a law can't come soon enough. I would never want another parent to experience this. Deaths from so-called front-over crashes more than doubled in five years, killing over 500 people in 2020, often small children. Jurors in Parkland, Florida, spared school shooter Nicholas Cruz the death penalty, but they did not spare him facing the families of his victims in court during a two-day sentencing hearing. Debbie Hickson, widow of slain athletic director Chris Hickson, one of those delivering impassioned victim impact statements. There is no mitigating circumstance that will ever outweigh the heinous and cruel way you stole him from us. You were given a gift, a gift of grace and mercy, something you did not show. Nicholas Cruz to be formally sentenced to life in prison without parole after facing families of each of his 17 victims. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, the pros and cons of early voting. A Syracuse bridge claims yet another truck and helping out young people in Pennsylvania. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast for the night tonight. An evening sprinkle in spots, otherwise clouds breaking, low temperatures cooler than last night in the 40s. Tomorrow, some early cloud cover across some parts of western and central New York, but turning out mostly sunny with high temperatures in the lower 60s. We'll see sunny, mild on Thursday with high temperatures in the 60s. Thank you, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Much has been made of early voting this election season, but count political pundit Dr. Steve Coleman as not being a fan. The problem is if something comes up, if there's a blockbuster event, you've already voted. You know, and so I think there's a problem with it. And uh, although it's convenient for a lot of people, I think we're going to have a huge turnout, by the way, uh, next week. Um, We're going to have a huge turnout. A political observer once said, nothing attracts 
a crowd like a fight. And right now, the Republicans and Democrats are fighting like the OK Corral, uh, and that's going to attract a lot of people to go to the polls because they're really revved up. They want to vote. That's Southern Tier political commentator Dr. Steve Coleman. Now, Family Life News also spoke today to Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson to get his take on the impact of early voting on this year's midterms. Obviously, some people believe that that's such a good thing, that that improves the election process. I would argue to the contrary. And the reason for that is you'd never stop a football game in the third quarter. Actually, if they'd have done that last weekend, Penn State would have probably won against <laughs> Ohio State. Yeah. You know? So you you got to play through the whistle when county officials and state officials allow this early voting. They're denying voters the opportunity for all four-quarter information. I think this early voting, we don't get the best results at the end of the day because people don't have all the information that they need to, to cast their ballots. That's Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson. Today is the deadline to request a mail-in ballot in Pennsylvania. Back to New York, employees at the Arubis Manufacturing Plant in Buffalo now looking for work have to be notified they've been laid off. On Friday, the company announced it was targeted by a cyber attack that was part of a larger attack affecting the mining and metals industry. Several Arubis locations shut down as a precaution. The hope is for the company to still make its services available to customers. No word on how many workers at that plant have been affected by that sudden layoff. Two men hospitalized in Rochester this morning after being injured by an exploding electrical transformer they were working on. The blast occurred behind the Gannett building downtown. One victim badly burned. The workers were in the process of replacing a live transformer. Fire Captain David Adnach tells WHEC. It's on under investigation right now and they're going to figure out how and why but I mean anything with live power can you know be bad for anyone you know who's not trained and doesn't know what they're doing and uh, to touch it. Power lost briefly in some downtown Rochester buildings by that accident including the Hall of Justice where some morning court sessions had to be postponed. It's happened yet again a truck has hit Syracuse's infamous Onondaga Lake Parkway Railroad Bridge. The bridge with not enough clearance for tractor trailers was rammed by another one yesterday knocking the truck over. The span has claimed numerous trucks over the years, despite numerous warning signs about the low clearance. Locals tell WSTM the signage clearly isn't doing the job. Coming into the village, that's when the crashes usually hit, is coming that direction. On a curve, you can't really see it until you get on top of it. Change the signage. Make the sign say 370 that way. <laughs> Not this way. 370 that way. Locals will know. State Assemblyman Al Sturpey says a better solution might be for Congress to approve updated GPS regulations for truck drivers before more serious crashes happen. This is why regulations happen, because injuries, serious injuries, damage to property, everything like that happens. You want to prevent it. As for changing the bridge itself or lowering the roadway, those options have been dismissed previously as just not feasible. Well, here's news Buffalo Bills fans have been waiting to hear all season long. All-pro cornerback Tredavious White is on the active roster again, a spot he hasn't occupied since going down with a torn ACL last Thanksgiving. Unclear whether he'll play this weekend, though, when the team visits the New York Jets. Back to PA, election fever. It's especially true in the high-stakes U.S. Senate race. Let's get an update from CBS's Robert Costa on waning days of the campaign. It's now a battle for suburban voters. Dr. Mehmet Oz in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, a vote-rich area outside of Philadelphia. You see now that in the final days, Oz is focusing on crime, which is an issue in nearby Philadelphia. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, one of PA's larger papers, has endorsed Oz in that Senate race. The Gazette citing John Fetterman's impulse to conceal, quote-unquote, as reason enough to support Oz. The paper took issue with Fetterman's lack of transparency regarding his health concerns after suffering a stroke back in May. So far, he has refused to release his medical records. 
And a Western New York, Pennsylvania nonprofit is helping young people turn away from negative choices. We get that story from Family Life's Brian Query. The Johnstown, Pennsylvania region has many programs in place to provide support for young people, but one program is proving to have a flood of success. The program is called the Flood City Youth Fitness Academy. Jeffrey Wilson, program manager for the Academy, grew up in Johnstown and throughout his life and career always wanted to contribute and improve the community. The nonprofit offers programs that include lessons on conflict resolution, communication, and parenting strategies. The program has seen many successful results so far, and though it only runs for seven weeks at a time, Wilson added that he believes the programs, along with God's grace and prayer, can truly make a difference. Brian Query, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Brian. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Despite opening gains, stocks moving lower today as the major indexes all finished in the red. Job openings in September remain strong, which may have spooked traders, as many believe the labor market must slow before the Federal Reserve will pivot on their policy. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll see the next interest rate decision from the Fed, and it's widely expected that they will announce another three-quarters of a percent hike. Some of the biggest names faring the worst today as Amazon and Google lost 4 and 5% respectively. Oil climbing $2, closing at $88 a barrel. The Dow down 79 points, the S&P 500 off 15, and the Nasdaq dropped 97. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. There are markers on the pathway to financial strength and stability. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's MoneyWise Minute. In an article at MoneyWise.org, stewardship writer Art Rayner calls them the money milestones. We'll cover four today and four tomorrow. Number one, start giving. Make it your first priority because it reflects that God is first in your life. Second, save $1,500 for emergencies. Emergencies happen, a flat tire or a refrigerator repair. Having that money will keep you from going into debt. Third, contribute enough to your company retirement plan if you have one to get the full employer match. It's one of the best financial deals going. And fourth, start paying off debt, starting with high interest cards. Those are four money milestones. Four more next time. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free MoneyWise app. You'll find it on our website at moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a town taken over by goats? Well, we kid you not. Get the calming goat. Where's the calming goat? Who's that? Hey, big guy. Name's Lupe. I'm going to be your calming goat. My calming goat? I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast for the month of November. But it's going to be uncommonly nice for a while as we move forward in time. We could be uh, particularly toasty with high temperatures approaching 70 in spots this weekend. In the meantime, for the night tonight, an evening sprinkle in spots. Otherwise, clouds breaking. Low temperatures cooler than last night in the 40s. Tomorrow, some early cloud cover across some parts of western and central New York. But turning out mostly sunny with high temperatures in the lower 60s. We'll see sunny, mild on Thursday with high temperatures in the 60s. Thank you very much, Kevin Williams. Finally at (laughs) 5. 
<laughs> the seaside city of Landudno, Wales, has a famed pier, a long cable car ride, and one of the UK's oldest Punch and Judy shows. It also has goats, hundreds of feral goats that migrated from nearby coastal hills and took up residence in the city during the pandemic and found that Landudno really suited them. It was cute at first, having little goats running around the streets, but then the visitors got fruitful and multiplied, turning into a marauding gang of hooved hoodlums, destroying residents' gardens, climbing on rooftops, generally making a mess of things. Now the fine folks of Landudno have had enough, but what exactly do you do about a feral goat infestation? Now they did form a goat task force to try to chew on that question. One member says during the pandemic, having goats around was cool, but now, meh, not so much. The goat task force due to meet next month. That's the world we live in for Monday, November 1st, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.